Hey, thanks for checking out this episode of Screen Facts with Jason Davis. Each episode, we're going to talk about a movie we like. We'll share some fun trivia during the conversation. And you can like us at facebook.com slash screenfacts and post your comments or questions. You can also email screenfacts at yahoo.com or tweet at Jason Davis Voice. This podcast is a production of Jason Davis VoiceOver. Please visit jasondavisvoice.com for information about voiceover services for commercials, internet and corporate videos, e-learning, phone messages, and more. Well, joining me for the podcast today, my good pal, Eric Reitz. Hello, Jason. How are you? Hello, sir. So we- happy to be here. Yeah. It's always fun to, to get together and talk about a good movie, right? Absolutely. Today, we're going to talk about Shaun of the Dead, <sighs> which is a great comedy horror flick. Yeah. It's like a com thing. Yeah. <laughs> but it was more than just, it was so much more than just like a stupid comedy with just like fart jokes oh, with yeah. zombies, which there were some fart jokes, right. which is great. And, you right. know, I'm not above a decent fart joke. All right. Fart jokes are great. But- there's so much more to it. I mean, there's a real heart to it where, mm-hmm. you know, the main character is this guy who's just not really maturing and it takes like the zombie apocalypse to actually make him kind of grow up a little bit. Yeah. And he's very relatable because either we've been him, I know I yeah. have, yeah, or right. we've known somebody like him. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then his friend, uh, Ed, yeah. that just like hangs out and does absolutely nothing. Yeah. The characters are all really well done. Like mm-hmm. they're all really well written for the movie. The stars, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, mm-hmm. have collaborated on a bunch of things. And everything they've done together is really awesome. Great chemistry between them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you could tell that they have been friends for a long time. Yeah. They actually lived together for a while. Exactly. You know, so exactly. that, that's pretty cool. Because then, you know, in the movie, they're living together. Although, well, the character Ed is really just kind of crashing on the couch because pretty much, yeah, he's a total loser. Yeah, he's funny, but he's he's a he's quite a loser. He's, but he's a lovable loser. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, he's the kind of you understand why Sean keeps him around because he's yeah. fun, he's funny, right? And he's a good friend, you know. Yeah, and he makes and he does make him feel good because you know Sean he had a breakup with the girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just like shell shocked about it. Ed's real good about taking them out to the Winchester, which is, you know, the bar they go to. Right. The pub. The pub. Yes, the pub. Excuse me. This is British. That's right. I have to remember. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. The Winchester actually was a real pub, Mm -hmm. but it has since become an apartment building. Okay. Or flats. Right. As they would say across the pond. Well, talking about how yeah, the movie had some heart to it, but it was also a good zombie movie. I mean, oh, there was some absolutely. really, there was some really good makeup, but there was some really funny stuff too. Like early on, <laughs> when they're fighting like the first zombie, mm-hmm. who's Bloody Mary, right? They had like a laundry basket or something filled with like kitchen items, right? And they're throwing those things at the right at the and zombies. pillows and like, and then that wasn't working. So then, yeah, they started getting uh, some of Sean's records right. from when he was a DJ. And of course, as they're going through the records, yeah, you know, it's purple like, rain, no, no, purple not rain, purple no, rain. No, no. Yeah. Oh, Batman soundtrack. Oh yeah, yeah throw yeah, that. Fuck <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it was really funny, and and then they went into the uh, the shed, and he got the cricket bat, and that's right. Yeah, and the cricket bat was like the only weapon that was actually a prop. Right, it was pretty like much foam. Right, so everybody you could hit else, the extras with it. Yeah, everybody else. Like if you look in the scene where uh, they go to the apartment building mm-hmm. to get his girlfriend mm-hmm. and, and her, her friend yeah. and that loser douchebag scumbag. <laughs> but I mean, what a 
puss that guy was. Oh, David, I think his name was. Yeah. Oh, he was horrible. <laughs> yeah, he's the, uh, he's the most unlikable character. In the oh movie. yeah. I mean, you love. I mean, he, he makes the zombies likable. Yeah, yeah. And well, you know, and when he met his demise, there was so many. I'll say paying homage. Yeah, other zombie movies. Oh yeah, there's a lot of nods to to classic zombie movies and stuff, right. which I th- I love about this movie. Yeah. You can tell these guys are fans. The guys that wrote Huge. it. Huge. So let me really quick. So directed by Edgar Wright, written mm-hmm. by Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright. Right. Estimated budget of five point three million dollars, and the film was shot over nine weeks between May and July of two thousand three. Okay. The non-featured zombie extras were paid one pound a day for their troubles. <laughs> right. Which is next to nothing. Uh, again. A homage to George A. Romero, right. who's the like pretty much the godfather of all the zombie movies and mm-hmm. stuff. He paid his zombie extras a dollar for Dawn of the Dead right. and Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Domestic gross thirteen point five million dollars, uh, sixteen point five million worldwide, thirty million dollars. Right. So, actually made money. But mm-hmm. again, this is not the kind of movie that were you know that they probably expected to be this big blockbuster because of the, the low budget and. Not a lot of big stars and right. the way it was filmed and stuff. But, no CGI. I mean, it's something right. you and I could have made. Well, I don't know about that, but... Wow. <laughs> but George A. Romero, mm-hmm. he was so impressed with the way uh, Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright wrote and executed the movie that mm-hmm. he asked them to cameo in 2005's yeah. Land of the Dead as zombies. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of cool that like you know they kind of got the uh, the... The thumbs up and the, you know, welcome to the family sort of thing from George A. Romero. And it's really funny. The scene that they do for uh, Romero is um, they're zombies and they're like chained up and rich people come by and it's a photo op. It's like rich people just stand in front of them. It's like, you know, know, greetings (laughs) from, yeah, greetings from, you know, the zombie apocalypse. That's excellent. And by the way, Quentin Tarantino who is a fantastic filmmaker in his own right. Yeah. I don't know how many zombie kind of things he's done, but he's definitely a guy that has delved into the horror genre in oh, one way or another. Absolutely, um, sure. He's a big fan of the movie. He says it's one of the top 20 films made since 1992. Oh, all right. There you go. Yeah. Well, we both like when somebody making a movie has skin in the game. And Wright basically went broke waiting yeah. for this movie to be made. Because, um, you know, after he and Peg wrote it, Film 4 Productions was all behind it, but then they started to cut back the budget. So basically they left Shaun of the Dead without a production company for a while. So, you know, Wright was still hoping and he was out there pounding the pavement you know, borrowing money, mm-hmm. he wasn't taking on other directing jobs. And that's tough. That is tough. And finally, you know, they were able to get the funds and do the movie. And even at this point, apparently Wright borrowed a lot of money mm-hmm. from Simon Pegg. Okay. And um, and Simon's like, don't worry about paying me back. Right. You know, I, that's really cool. Yeah. Well, Simon Pegg you has know? gone on to some pretty good success, oh, uh, yeah. you know, in the movies. He's done a lot of things. He was in, you know, in the start, the new Star Trek movies as Scotty mm-hmm. and stuff. So, you know, yeah, and yeah. he's done a lot of, he's done a lot of work. So right. he's probably okay. So he's not mm-hmm. really worried about, you know, his friend and the guy that's, that pretty much helped him start his career. Right. Right. And paying him back whatever he owes him. I thought one of the cool things was where they got all their extras. Yeah. You know, they have this uh, show called Spaced. Right. And it was short lived. It was a British show. Yeah. And a couple of seasons. Right. And they, um, they just put like out a casting call. And fans of the show just mm-hmm. showed up and they ended up using like 200 of these just, you know, fans to be zombies. Yeah. How cool is that? Think about that. That'd be like, you know, if you were a big fan of The Walking Dead. Yeah. Having an opportunity to be on one of their shows. You Abs- know? Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. 
I like when zombies walk slowly. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, that makes sense. World War Z, the zombies are super fast and crazy, and that that's a whole different thing. I agree. That's been done in a couple of things. World War Z and 28 Days Later. Right. I feel like it, it makes more sense for zombies to be slow moving because they're reanimated corpses. Right. There's no brain function. Right. If this was real life. I know I sound right. like an idiot. I'm talking like this is real, right? Well, I but, think it's worth investigating. What, that I'm an idiot? No, 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 oh. no. <laughs> because no, because that's that's very apparent that I'm an idiot. We don't need to investigate that. No. We know I'm a fucking we idiot. We spend a lot of time thinking about zombies. You know, we're we're big Walking Dead fans, right? right. You know, and um, so the speed of zombies is crucial. I think. Yeah. Okay. If the zombie apocalypse happened, mm-hmm. where would you go? I would head north. North. I would go where it's cold. Okay. Because zombies, I mean, they're going to freeze. And they're not going to be able to. They're not going to be able. They're not going to have the wherewithal to uh, to go someplace warm and and ride it out or whatever. Right. Right. Well, that's an interesting thing. That's so a good think, point, actually. And to make it perfect, there would have to be like a Sam's Club or a Best Buy way up there, okay. way up north, because okay, you know, for your supplies, for my supplies. Okay. That's where all the food is. I like right? that. There's. Can I be know, on team rights when the zombie there. apocalypse hits? Sure. sure. All right. Cool. I mean, that's what Kathy and I. We grab the dog. <laughs> we grab Ben. We might head to Rochester if Max, Max. If, you know, I mean, but Max, he'll figure something out. Yeah. Well, um, he can, you know, he can meet you somewhere, too. Probably. Yeah. So we would definitely head way north Canada. Okay. And it's and now that weed is legal there. Even better. <laughs> like it matters in the zombie apocalypse, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Things are, there's some other a little more pressing issues. Yeah, you don't want to get zombies high because then they're going to have the munchies and they're going to want to eat even oh more brains. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good point, there, see? see? It's very important. <laughs> um, some other interesting stuff about you know, mm-hmm. homage. Did you notice that the supermarket was called the Landis mm-hmm. Supermarket? Mm-hmm. That's a nod to John Landis, who's known for American Werewolf in London and, of course, the Blues Brothers. And Michael Jackson's Thriller, Thriller. video, which has a very zombie-esque uh, feel to uh, it. Absolutely. I really liked how the movie made the zombie apocalypse happen. Like, right. they did it in little bits. Right. Because they were basically just kind of couch potatoes, for the most part, sitting around. Right. And they're flipping through the channels. Yeah. And at one point, the stations, they would only leave a station on for one or two seconds. Right. But if you follow what they were the saying. sentences actually made sense in, right like them like all of the different newscasters talking about the zombie right. apocalypse it yeah. all ended up saying something Very like cool. there's unknown creatures out there eating right exactly. human beings right and like oh my god the only, the only thing actually even before that like i yeah. think it's really cool how the, the film opens and the credits and everything where people are not actual zombies right or walking dead or right. you know whatever yeah you can't say zombies you can't say zombies that's not cool right but they all just are kind of going through their daily mundane lives right. on the bus or walking or whatever, and they exactly. show them. Yeah. And they yeah. have like all these little teasers. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Sean comes in uh, when he wakes up. Right. He's like, hmm. Right. And he's dragging his feet. Right. Yeah. And then they pan up to his face and he's just, just yawning. Waking up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then as. It's all very cleverly done. And in the first morning. When there's just the very hint of it, yes, like he's on the bus and you see, I think it was outside the bus window, yeah, or or it's he's at work, yeah, yeah, and you and there's like this, there's like a bum, there's like a bum in the park and he like scoops up a (laughs) A pigeon pigeon. and he eats a pigeon, yeah, it's like all right, that's kind of foreboding, (laughs) (laughs) it's a little weird, yeah, but he's not sure as he's not even sure if that's what he saw, like because like a bus goes by, bus goes by and the thing's gone, but yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff going on, yeah, and you're not gonna start thinking right away 
that yeah. everyone's you know turning right. into zombies. And yeah, people coughing or whatever. Yeah. But so. even when when you know it's official and there's man-eating killers walking the street, when he leaves to go to the the shop to get like a coke, right? Yeah, he's walking through the street and he's completely oblivious, and he's not even looking at a phone. He's no. just so oblivious. He's like so wrapped up in like you know losing walking. the girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, he just, yeah he's walking down, and that was so great that the zombies are walking slowly, right? Because they're like right yeah, near right, him, right? And he just keeps walking. He goes in the store he opens the door to the fridge there's and bloody there's hand prints bloody on hand it, prints on it. Yep. and i love the detail that when he closes the door mm-hmm. and starts walking to the cash register yep. he slips he slips on what's probably blood on it's the like floor. what the hell is that exactly and then when he goes to pay the yep. guy's not there so yeah. he just leaves the money but as he's walking <laughs> out you could see the store owner yeah in the background in the background yep. now apparently what was being said in hindi over the yep. tv was actually saying people are rising from their graves. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty cool. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah. and there's like there's a lot of little Easter eggs like that to, mm-hmm. to look for. Um, another one is the the name of the electronic store that he oh, works right. for is Foree Electric. Right. And yep. Ken Foree is one of the stars of the original Dawn of the Dead in 1978 and has a cameo in the 2004 mm-hmm. remake as well. Right. When you're talking about like zombies not running, mm-hmm. apparently Simon Pegg said that, well, because death is not an energy drink. Right. It's so true. Yeah. I, I, don't, I totally I, agree with that. I get like wanting to do a different spin on zombie movies, mm-hmm. like 28 Days Later and, you know, right. and Zombieland did yeah, by making yeah. them fast, but mm-hmm. it just makes more sense for them to not move fast and like it's because they're you got to remember in theory dead rising from the grave they're coming out there's no motor skills it's literally just instinct right i need to feed and what i want to feed on is human flesh why would they remember how to run and stuff well and here's the other running is not like a instinctual thing unless Uh, like you're being chased chased. right but nobody's chasing zombies no no well and here's the other thing muscle atrophy hello yes like i had rigor mortis on my arm and after six weeks it took the cast off and i could barely move my hand you can't tell me that somebody's that who's been laying dead is now going to be able to get up and run at full speed right it doesn't make sense no but neither do zombies so there you have it uh there's a possibility for zombies you think that there could actually legitimately be a zombie apocalypse yes i absolutely when you look at i gotta hear your theory in the sky up in the sky right now here we go i've told you this theory right the uh when the the the, uh, vapor trails vapor trails in the sky you think that that's zombie creating gas or whatever no but i'm saying something like that could be okay Anybody can say, well, what on earth could be, how can there be a worldwide something? It's like right there. Oh, yeah. But why would anybody create, well, I guess it would be an accident. It would be an accident. You wouldn't do that on purpose. Yeah. Why would you want to make the dead rise? Yeah. That'd be kind of a bad afterthought. Yeah. Unless unless there's like an an elitist group that wants to eliminate (laughs) the entire human race except for them. So they they like, you know, kind of reboot the human race. Oh, there's a storyline. There you go. All right. Let's write that down. Stephen King, I want credit when you write that. No, no. Let's do that ourselves. Um (laughs) Because Stephen King's listening to this podcast right now. Oh, you never know. You never know. What a fucking idiot Um, I am. Oh, speaking of the word fuck. Yeah. 77 times it was said in this movie. That's pretty good for an hour and a half movie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I like when it was like a fuckity dickity doolittle type thing that I think Pete said that. It's used well, though. It's not like gratuitous. It's definitely used uh, in a good way. It's not like Bad Santa. Right. Which was just F-bomb after F-bomb. I mean, that was like their major adjective. Yeah, or the uh, the South Park movie or Scarface.
Talking about Simon Pegg and his acting, I was like, wow, I'm actually pretty impressed with his acting mm-hmm. because when his mom dies yeah. in the Winchester, yeah. Simon said that he was actually, he was crying for real. Oh, yeah. He was, he was imagining really his actual imagining mom, his right? Mom. Yeah. I, I like, remember the first cow. time I saw this movie thinking, wow, that is a very powerful scene. Yeah. And who can't relate to that, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just mm-hmm. terrible. Sean had um, a real problem with his stepfather. Right. You know? And we find out that, you know, his dad died when he was 12, and this new guy comes in, and there was obviously they were not happy with each other. Well, I thought it was so sweet in the car they're right. all jammed in the car right and, and he's you know, like got the big Phil's, bite on his neck right and he's you know he's starting to turn you know right. he's dying and he basically says to sean that you know being a father was hard mm-hmm. you know you were 12 years old you you were already you know, grown you were already so grown, grown already i didn't know yeah you know i thought you know the best thing i could do was just to try to be you know a, the type of man that you know you could a emulate or yeah, yeah. Or look up to and, um, yeah, that was a really sweet scene. That was, was a great scene. In the midst of like total chaos going yeah, on. Yeah, they're surrounded by Zs. Right. Pounding at the car. Right. Now, I thought it was dumb that they all abandoned the car. They should have just kicked <laughs> Philip out and kept well, the that, car. But, that's, but that was really a funny thing in the movie, though, because yeah. the music is blasting mm-hmm. and, and he's saying to his, his mother, oh, yeah. that's not Philip. That's not your husband. Nothing about him is your husband. Right, and then right. he leans over and he turns off the loud music because yeah. he hated the loud music. <laughs> yeah. That was fantastic. That was brilliant. That actor that plays his stepdad is fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think his he name looked is real Bill, familiar. Bill Nighy, I think is how you say it. He's been in a couple of things. Uh, most notably, he was in one or two or maybe more of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. But I loved him. If you've mm-hmm. ever seen Love Actually. Yeah. He's the British, the old British oh, right. musician guy that does the song and it becomes a big hit and, yeah. he, and he does the naked video. Right, right. He's fantastic in that movie. No, that's So yeah, he's that's really good. good he's a great actor. That's a good movie. Yeah. It was also good that the zombies moved really slowly. Yes. Because there were many times in this movie where <laughs> they're like about to be pounced on and then they take like two, three minutes to argue amongst themselves. Like yes. when they were trying to break into the Winchester. Right. First they the had all these zombies. zombies, and now yeah. all of a sudden they can fight for like two minutes, and then they stop and they're like, "Wait a minute!" And they realize, "Oh, there's zombies!" Yeah, and they stop and look, and there's like all the zombies in the street just staring, just at staring them. at them. I yeah. thought that was funny because yeah. that kind of nods to, "All right, we know we're a little off with the timing, so right. pff, here it is." Yeah, exactly. I thought that was I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, tongue definitely in cheek on a, in a lot of moments in the movie. Yeah. Um, I thought you it was know. really cool that they used a Winchester rifle mm-hmm. in the Winchester, which right. is actually the same type of rifle that was used in the film Night of the Living Dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, they okay, used cool. a Winchester. Talking about Sean's mother really quick. Uh, she yeah. calls him Pickle is his nickname. Right. That was actually uh, director uh, Edgar Wright's mother called him that as a kid, too. So that's where they got that oh. from. I feel like the characters that Simon Pegg and Nick Frost play in the movie Mm-hmm. are probably very close to themselves to some degree. Yeah, maybe. Because, you know, there's all kinds of nods to, like, the life that they had as friends and roommates. Sure. Like, you know, they talk about going to do the quiz. Right. You know, like, yeah. they would they hung out and did trivia nights together. Obviously, you know, the characters are very simple in the movie. Yeah. And you hope that their, their lives were a little bit more fulfilled than that. And I yeah, don't mean that yeah. judgmentally. I just mean that, you know, they didn't have great lives, these characters. Right. Well, Very kind of like run of the mill or whatever. Like Sean, I mean, he's 29 years old mm-hmm. in this movie and he's really at a dead end. And you can see why, you know, Elizabeth breaks up with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really funny where we see him at work. 
and yeah. you know he's he's like I don't know a junior manager at this electronics shop. Yeah, and you got all these teenager mm-hmm. boys working there, and he's trying to you know kind of say, okay, guys, this is what we're going to do for the day, and they're just ignoring him. They totally ignore him, <laughs> and you know one guy is giving him crap, and he's like, look. I have dreams of my own. You know, I'm not going to be here my whole life. You know, something like that. Yeah. And the kid's like, dude, you're 29. What the hell are you doing yeah, here? Exactly. Yeah. Why are you here? You know, this, yeah. if you have more planned for your life, what are you waiting for? You're almost 30. You can kind of have empathy for Sean too, because mm-hmm. you look at like the village or the town or whatever that they live in. Right. And it doesn't seem like there's a lot going on there. Probably not. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just no. mean that it's like a small town. Right. Not a lot of industry or whatever. But there's nothing wrong with, I don't think, having a life where it's small in that you go to the same pub. Mm -hmm. So what? You've got a lot of close friends or whatever. That's fine. And you work at, you know, this little electronic store. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that you're going to be stunted and not you know, move your relationship along with a woman you supposedly love. Right. I don't think they were trying to say that he was leading a little life. And so that's why he wasn't moving on because, you know, Liz was saying, look, you know, we can go out, we can do things. There's, there's other things there's besides other the Winchester. And, yeah. Right. She, so, I mean, that's, that's probably like a typical thing for a lot of relationships at that age, even yeah. in America. Guys are idiots, dude. Most of the time. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I mean, most of the time, guys don't know what the hell they're doing with their lives. I don't just mean with their career. I mean, guys are real content being kind of blasé about a lot of things. Yeah, well, you know. You know, women are usually the ones that want to do stuff and be motivated and live life or whatever. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Just kind of float along. That's why my theory of you want world peace, let women run the world holds true because I think women can get shit done. I think it'd be a better world if it was all run by women. I'd like to see women have a chance. Yeah. And not just women, feminists. Strong okay. women that, that support other women for right, strength, right. you know? Just by virtue of what we're talking about shows, this movie is so much more than just a, a comedy zombie, zombie. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know how the heck we got onto feminism from Shaun of the Dead, but- I don't know. It, it, it got there, I think, because we there was a couple strong female characters, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, yeah. his, his girlfriend, she wanted something more from her life, and she actually took the step- Mm-hmm. and broke up with them, which yeah. is, you know, that could be a pretty powerful thing to do. Yeah. Well, obviously, I mean, it really put him down. I thought it was really cool when, um, so early in the movie, Ed is trying to cheer Sean up. Mm-hmm. And of course, they're at the Winchester. Yep. And you know what I'm going to bring up, yes. like where they foreshadow. Yes. He, he basically sums up the entire movie. Yes. Talking about all the different drinks and things they're going to do. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Yeah. And because so when you're run, run, watching run it. Run through it. Go ahead. Run through right. it. All right. So he says, all right, first, we're going to have a Bloody Mary. Mm-hmm. Which, which is the checkout girl the that checkout they kill girl in the Mary that they had to kill. Right. right. And then said, so then we'll have a bite at the king's head. Which is Philip, his stepdad. Right. The next thing actually I have is a couple, David and Di, a reference to David and Di, oh, right. uh, Liz's roommates. Right. Little okay. princess is Liz. Is Liz. And then back here for shots. And stagger back, impersonate stagger zombies. Back. That's right. And then uh, bar for shots, which is the reference to the when they fire the rifle in the, right. in the bar. Did you agree with Sean's idea of going back to the pub as the, the place to like hunker down? I never really gave it much thought. Obviously opens up a whole world of funny for certain scenes in the movie. Like, let's talk about the great use of music in this movie. Specifically, oh, Queen's yeah. Don't Stop Me Now. Don't Stop I Me mean, <laughs> Now. Yeah. That's fantastic mm-hmm. when they're like, they're beating the, the, the owner of the place who's a zombie to, right. the, to the beat of the song. <laughs> it's excellent. 
they were talking about a sequel. I'm glad they didn't, though. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I loved watching. I actually had never seen it all the way through oh, okay. before, and then just last night, Kathy was like, you got to watch this. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah, so we watched it last night. It was neat. It makes me want to go and like look up the TV show that they did. Yeah, just the other movies that they've that. done together too. Like Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is good. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost did a movie together where they're the two stars. Yeah. And um, Seth Rogen is the voice of the alien. It's a movie called <laughs> Paul. Very funny. Oh, I never They're, saw they that, play a couple of like good. nerdy guys who are really into science fiction yeah. and they go to like a Comic-Con mm-hmm. and and they end up coming across an actual alien during the trip. They're like oh, traveling wow. across country and stuff and it's just really funny. And and cool. Seth Rogen as the alien's fantastic as the voice of the alien. All right. It's a, you know, it's a CGI alien. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just really well done. Uh, Kristen Wiig is in it too. Oh, she's great. Yeah, she's always good. What else was cool? One of the other things, you've got red on you. Yeah. Because he kept having like, you know. Yeah, with like, the pen leaked and stuff. Right. And yeah. then it changed from the pen leaking to obviously blood, blood from yeah. bludgeoning Well, red was a big theme too. Like before all hell broke loose in the movie with all the zombies, yeah. red was everywhere. Like, you know, mm. the red on, from the pen ink right. in his shirt. The bus had a lot of red in it. There was oh, red yeah. in the background everywhere okay. at work and this and that. Yeah. Uh, the, the color of the, the name badge that he wears for the, the electronic right. store is red. That was red. So it's okay. like, you know, red is a big thing in the sixth the sense, sixth too. Sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, not that the, these movies have anything to do with one another, but right. but sometimes they do that where they choose something that's very <gasps> visual. Why are you barking? You want to get involved in this podcast, too? Is Timmy down the well? <laughs> Oh, okay. We love you too. This was not for me of of you know roll on the floor. No, I don't think it's meant loud. to be though. And it, no, I, I I agree. It's not meant to be like that. It's got some great wit, and I think it's the same. Heart. Zombieland is the same thing. It's I don't think Zombieland is meant to be. Oh, let's howl in the aisles with laughter. Right. But there's a lot of funny stuff in Zombie. Right. Man. Just silly little stuff. Like, yeah. you know, after they kill a zombie, it's like, oh, you want some Purell for your Yeah, man? exactly. You know, crap like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, now Zombie Land had a whole bunch oh, of yeah. other great stuff. Well, I'm empty. Yeah, that's Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. That's Eric Wrights. And that's Jason Davis over there. And Screen Facts with Jason Davis is a production of Jason Davis VoiceOver. Hey, that's me. Please visit jasondavisvoice.com if you need a voice for a commercial, internet and corporate video, e-learning, phone message, and more. Remember, we want to know what you think, too. If you have any comments, any questions, any favorite scenes, or anything you want to talk about when it comes to this movie or any of the other movies that we talk about on the podcast, go to our Facebook page. You can leave your comments or questions. Facebook.com slash ScreenFacts. Again, email ScreenFacts at Yahoo.com or tweet at Jason Davis Voice. Thanks for listening to the ScreenFacts with Jason Davis podcast. We'll see you. Don't say zombies.